Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Beast Nation Radio Presents on the Street. I. I'm KK Belly, and tonight I have some animals in the studio. I have the two kings, Hyena and Tiger Shark. How are you two doing tonight? I am doing wonderful, Miss KK Belly, I believe it is tonight. Yes, KK Belly, the one and only. I'm doing wonderful. I don't know my I don't know about my brother Tiger Shark over there. How you doing? No, I'm doing good. You know, I just took me a swim, so I'm good. <laughs> so, Tonight, I didn't even come on the ledge. I came running in. You came running in. I, I seen you, you know, I seen you flying by like a cheetah. I was like, damn, you know, I didn't know we had animals in the studio, but all right. I'm glad I got that good insurance. <laughs> right. Well, go ahead and crack this mic open tonight. I'm going to have one of you guys do a piece. Mr. Tiger Shock, would you like to go ahead and break open this mic, sir? Oh, okay. I'll break open the mic first. Since I'm a tiger shark, it's shark week. (laughs) Go ahead and go see this mic. Mm. I swim deep below in this water. Anything that's harder in my sight, I have to slaughter. I'm not just a regular shark. I am a tiger shark, the one that bites a human and enjoys the taste. See, I see your feet kicking, and I know it's not a fish, so I'll swim past you real swiftly so you can scatter. And by the time you reach the boat, that's when I'll jump up and attack you and leave my bite mark in your leg so when you look at it, you will always remember that tiger shark did this. See, I'm just not a regular tiger shark. I didn't grow legs, and I walk on land and eat anybody that try to lay hands on me. See, these stripes in my skin... You can deeply see brown and gold. That's that tiger in me. When I look in your eyes, I'm trying to see, oh, he's a wolf where it's time to eat. These row of teeth that are in my mouth are going to bite deep. And when I bite deep, I'm hitting for your juggler vein. That means you have 30 seconds to live, and I'm going to drain everything from you. See, I am a different breed. Back into the ocean, I know they have that great white that swims with me, but see, it's time for me to try to take him down and take over this animal kingdom. I'll swim underneath him and bite the belly of that beast and watch everything fall out of him. I am the king tiger shark of this kingdom. Swimming in this ocean, I'm deep below camouflaging so I can see my victim, and when I see my victim start to kick, that's when I swim swiftly by again. It fills me out. Rise up out of that water. You can see my gills pumping and breathing. I'll look him in his face like, are you prepared for this slaughter? See, you bring a knife to this shark fight. That's one thing you won't do. You won't eat this meat because this tiger shark here is swiftly with his teeth. One bite to the throat and one bite to the stomach and one bite to the leg. Now, I devoured this whole body. Who's next on this list? This is my tiger shark hit list. 
Anybody that rolled that pen of that ball, that's who I'm going after. You make your rhymes, your words rhymes out, knock on your door. Your little child will say, Mommy, Mommy, it's a tiger shark. She'll say, Don't worry, sharks don't walk on land. Kick indoor, you're a poet, yes I am. Tiger shark is here to devour. Eating anything that's in my face that even symbols power. I am a different breed. Tiger shark, why be in? That right there, that right there, Tiger Shark, you came and fucking ate the graffiti. Fuck putting it on the wall, you just sprayed it on your tongue and licked it like you did that. (laughs) I believe my brother just wrecked shit. Yeah, that was amazing, Tiger Shark, I gotta say. Hyena, you ready to practice? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready with a... King Hyena special. All right, now go ahead and graffiti this mic. I am a creature of the night, but I was not born as such. When I was born, sight was not hearing and colors were not touched, but then in my life, in truth, I have been born not once nor twice but three, first from my mother's womb, but see, in truth, that little boy wasn't me. Then she was gone. Me and my father were the family unit. He was a small-time boxer, didn't win much, and he wasn't really proven. So rumor had it that he took to gang violence in the streets. He wasn't a bad guy, but he was trying to put something to eat on the table for me. But see, the thing that broke my heart, the thing that tore me apart was that he swore to me that he was done with that life, that there would be no more collecting debts with the knife, that he would find a new way to earn our daily bread. These were the promises with which he filled my head. So one day I was riding down the streets, I filled with tears. I just had my ass handed to me by two boys playing on my tears. I was headed to his job, looking for my father's embrace, hoping and praying that the look on his face would be one of compassion for his son, broken, beaten, and bruised beyond recognition. But as I turned the corner, I saw a man, and at first I didn't recognize him, hoodie on his head as he pounded the face of another bloody, screaming loud as could be, the kingpin wants his fucking money. I didn't know what to do. I froze. My feet stuck to the ground. Not a single part of me wanted to believe what I had found. He turned his face, his eyes a cold steel, and he looked at his son. As he laid his eyes on me, he knew what he had begun. I turned away. I couldn't bear to lay my eyes on that pitiful excuse for a man. My feet started moving. Honestly, I didn't care where I ran. I just wanted to get the fuck away from my father. As my eyes welled up, I didn't even begin to bother. Wiping away my tears See I was blinded by my own pain Not looking where I was going I ended up in the wrong lane Driver didn't see me over his load of toxic waste As I felt pain I crashed into them Acid covering my face My eyes burned as I went down And everything went blank I woke or was I born I don't know or really care All I knew was that no one was there I couldn't see a thing My eyes blind The image of my father's treachery Forever burned in to my mind. See, I could hear clearly now every single sound in this God-forsaken city, every single voice of pain or joy, happiness, tears, they all hit me harder than a ton of bricks. I never understood pain until I hit that level. This was the second birth of Daredevil, King Hyena. 
team hungry and eat. I know that had to feel like, you know, amazing right there. You did that piece, Taina. My brother, you did an amazing job. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and crack open some for y'all tonight. <clears throat> this piece is titled The Girls in Makeup. Mm-hmm. Nobody owns the trouble I've seen. Nobody owns the meaning. Nobody owes it the rubble I see. Nobody owes it. Don't tell me you love me. Followed by another face. I have been in my lip twice and have eaten so much lipstick is covering my inside. Maybe my soul should be Maybelline model. Maybe Maybelline needs to cover a girl so I could find time to discover myself. I don't even know my name. He says, I'm sorry, baby. It'll be okay on my favorite toughen up. Time and time again, so I cover up a bruise here. Hide a bust a lip there. But some scars cannot be covered up or repaired. I write this, lip bit, lipstick, sick, slit wrist, looking for an escape. Mind, body, soul, say. Don't tell me you love me if it's followed by another fist. I have been in my lip twice and I've eaten so much lipstick is covering my inside times. Maybe my soul should be a new Maybelline model and maybe Maybelline should to discover a girl. I could find time to escape this cell call here. I hear him coming. Feet coming up the steps. So I put on my cover, girl. And maybe lean on Maybelline. And pray today. Was it this day? Ashley Kaylee and Eat. Wow. See, we made a king, but that was the voice of a beast queen right there. That's all I can say as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do we have anyone walking down the street? We got somebody, you know, walking down the street. You do what we do, we do. Call us, call us, call us, call us, call us. If you like to graffiti this mic with us tonight, please click star eight. I'll be glad to hear from you. Don't be shy. We don't bite. We on the street tonight. So how are you going to tell me? How does it feel? To be on the street with me tonight, you know, I'm KK Belly. I've never met you. Well, how do it feel to be here tonight? Well, feels like home. 
you know, being a hyena, I grew up in a place where it was a dog-eat-dog and then everyone-eat-dog type of world. And there ain't much difference between my home and the streets. So I guess you could say the streets are my home. Very true, very true. Well, hyena, can you can you go get your cousin, the lyrical master? You know, Triple D, he's got to come in the studio with us tonight, too. So, you know, whenever you want, you can go get him because he's got to get with us tonight. No problem, no problem. All hey, right. Trip. Well, you guys, they're looking get for that you. guy for me. <laughs> Trip. Yeah, I see. Nigga, I see. If you don't get your ass over here. KK, you called? What's up, Triple B? Nothing much. That boy a trip, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought, since we're sitting among family tonight, I thought we should play interesting game of our team, the fifth. Oh, you want to play I plead the fifth, huh? Yeah, this is the rule. You got to try to get the person to plead the fifth three times, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever pleads the fifth three times first, they have to do a freestyle piece live in the air on a topic that the person, the other person chooses. Okay. Well, I'm down. I'm down. What about you, Luciano? You down for the challenge? I'm down. All right. <laughs> I already have a song. I'm going to be the one doing the freestyle, so I'm already going to right. clean my throat. <laughs> gonna, uh, uh, my throat. I got you out last time. This time I'm coming from Mr. Luciano over there. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's well, see. I'm going to flip a coin. Because Tiger Shark is here right now. Oh, snap. Tiger Shark is here. All right. I'm going to flip a coin. So, who wants heads? Who wants tails? I got heads. I always say stale. All right, so Triple D is a poet. All right. All right, Triple D. Go ahead. You can hit me or Luciano up first. And we're going to see how this is going to go. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. This is the Beast Nation Radio on the street version of Cleveland Fit. And I warn you, it does get crucial, people. All right, Triple D, what you got? <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see, Luciano, what can I do to make you plead the fifth, sir? Nothing. All right, we're going to start off with an easy one. <laughs> if ever, how old were you when you lost your virginity? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cutthroat. <laughs> oh, that's cutthroat. That was not an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one. compared to some of the questions I've asked in this game, that was easy. That was that, not. Trust me, that was easy compared to what he asked me. <laughs> and look, here, I got people listening on this phone, so on this radio show. So. <laughs> Uh, 
Okay. I believe I just got Luciano to plead the fifth. You did. You Wait, did. How many do you get? If I remember correctly, we play until into, we play for a couple of minutes, and then whoever has the most plead the fifth is the one who does the freestyle. Okay. Yep. So it's on you, man. I can ask any one of you. Yep, uh, you can ask either one of us. Well, let's go. Um, let's see. Uh. A.K. Valley. Yeah. Have you ever had an interest interest in women? Dang. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Now, look, you can't take that back, but the sad part is the fact that you plead the fifth answers the question. Not necessarily. I plead the fifth. Bump that. Huh? It's a yes or no question. You know, there's that old saying, you know, not denying is the same as admitting. <laughs> well, you just say what you want to say, sir. I'll put the first spot. All right, Triple D. All right. All right, Triple D. What do I got for you? Oh, no. Ain't nobody ever been able to make me play the fifth on this game before. We done had some kings and queens up here. Ooh, I got one. Ooh. Have you ever cheated on anyone you dated? No. That was easy. Okay. I got to brainstorm some ideas. I might need to tag team a partner in here. You know, I might need a tag team partner. So I think there's an unfair advantage. I got two of y'all against one of me. I think it's an unfair advantage. I I'm, I'm going after Luciano, so you're safe. <laughs> I'm about to get a tag team partner. And I believe the Tiger shirt is swimming, and he's trying to swim his way back through here. You know, water and electricity be sparking, sparking with us. I'm going to go over here. We do got a caller on the line. We got Miss Baby. Hello. Oh. hello. Hi, Miss Baby. Welcome to on the street. And I'm KK Valley. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, listening to you people and laughing. <laughs> yeah, we're playing a game here, Please the fifth. And, you know, I think I need your help because I feel like I'm getting double teamed. You know, I got triple D. And I got the tiger shark over here. So I think I'm getting double teamed. So you got to help oh. me. I got to see. I need some help. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Now, okay. So what you need for me to do? Okay. Um, is it on me? Uh, uh, it's, it's on, on Yeah, it's on Triple D. So, Miss Baby, please, this is a game where it's like you ask somebody the most wild questions you can think of. And so they either have to answer or they have to plead the fifth. And if they plead the fifth, the first person I have, like, Three, please, fifth, they have to freestyle a piece on whatever topic the person gives them. Okay. Um, Luciano, Tiger Shark. Dude, <laughs> please, please. Who is, who is, who is that? I got to your mama. I got to tag team. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 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 I need a tag team partner. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay. Did you eat my food in the refrigerator? My delectables that I had in there that nobody can seem to find. Was it you? I plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm not gonna even incriminate myself. <laughs> that's two that's two on me already. I'm not getting there. the next time I'm answering that's three up. You. <laughs> Triple D, it's on you. So you got myself and Luciano. Pick your poison and ask your question. Alright, alright. Let's see if I can finish Lucio Lucio off real quick. Man. Wait, 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 wait. You bring in the tag team partner, right? Mm-hmm. I just need so, an audible. It's an audible. I can pull the audible. I'm the host on the show. So, so, wait, 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 wait. That means that I can ask her a question, right? I don't know. She want to play, so you can ask her a question. She don't want to play. You can ask me. I'm grown. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, I, I want to make sure that I'm the only one who hasn't pleaded the fifth by the end of this. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. I'm going to get really crazy. I'm going to Triple D is crafty. I have to warn you. He can try to catch you because <laughs> he does it to me all the time. Oh, yeah. This game is, this game is my hometown. All right, Miss Baby. I'm going to bring back a question that I've asked before. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Not one of your bring them back old school <laughs> questions. This is one that I asked Miss Panther. Oh, you did. You did. Oh, don't ask that one. Oh, oh yeah. You're a bad man for that one. You're so bad for that. First, a preliminary question. Do you have a do you have a significant other? I do, but it doesn't right. it doesn't perfect. really matter. Perfect. I do. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> now this between guy. all your past significant others, flings, one night stands, or anyone you have ever been intimate with in any emotional or physical way, if you had to choose one of them by name, to be physically intimate with, again, who would it be? I plead the fifth. <laughs> yes, he gets, he trying to get people sleeping. Yes, he's trying to get people sleeping. <laughs> that was down bad. <laughs> You be asking those wild questions nobody thinks so. That's what that is. You be what type of questions was that? <laughs> <laughs> I have a strategy in this game though. He has a strategy. Y'all, y'all, come, y'all come with some decent questions, but I got a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Miss Baby, it is your turn, so you can ask any three of us. Um, Triple D. He seemed to be a highly intelligent young man. So, in all of your 
intellectual endeavors in your uh, meeting with people, have you ever lied to someone to save face? Ooh, what? What else? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be box. Trying to be the boot grown. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Um, yep. It's on you. I'm going for baby six nine one. Oh man. I don't. <laughs> Out of all of your children, who was your favorite? Oh, oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead on and release this because the universe is asking, and I know my other children are not poetic, so they're not going to never hear this tape. Uh, you, are, you are my favorite child, but they're not going to never hear it. Uh, see, what you missed about that is that I have a feeling that Luciano's going to go ahead and take this tape and let all of them hear it. <laughs> they not going to listen. Uh, Ryan just heard. Now you satisfied? You got it on record. Yeah. Ryan was in the living room with me. I'm good. <laughs> you evil. You violent. Could have pleased the fifth, but you didn't. Mm-mm. I'm not getting too on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. I'm coming back for you. I'm the only one with two. Who's next? <laughs> I believe it is. Um, hey, okay. Let's see. Pick my poison. What do I got? <clears throat> oh, I got a triple B. Yes, ma'am. Have you ever been in love with one woman? But you ask another woman out. No. Okay. Hmm. I thought that was going to get you. So you. Yeah, except for the fact that you have to listen to the semantics of that question to be able to understand that one. Because I know know what you're trying to get out of me on that one. (laughs) You know, I'm clever like that sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I said I'm cool. I'm we gotta talk about this later. We gotta we gotta talk about this later. Oh, we no, we have nothing to talk about. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> we gotta talk about this later. Anyways, I believe it is my turn. Mm, no, speak a lot English. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your turn. All right, Miss KK Belly. Yes, Levante. Actually, no. Miss Baby, just because she said she wasn't going to get two. <laughs> you bought this on yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I got you. You're going to play the fifth one, Miss. I guarantee you're going to play the fifth one, Miss. <laughs> If you had to name one, not only one, but the most 
irritating thing about your significant other when it comes to physical intimacy? What do you mean? Name an irritating thing when it comes to my significant other with what? The most irritating thing about your significant other when it comes to physical intimacy. You you breaking up on the question. So just name like a irritating thing that he do. No, can you hear me now? Yeah. The most irritating thing that he does when it comes to physical intimacy. Oh, the most irritating irritating thing he does when it comes to physicalness. Oh, he want to kiss me all the way through. Oh, that's just so gross. <laughs> Hey, she didn't, she didn't play the fiddle on that one. I thought I had her on that one. Just kiss me a little bit, not all the way off. I saw you on that one. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Look like your game is flipping, Triple B. Look like your game. No, Because no. I just used that question as a setup. As a setup? Oh. <laughs> Miss Baby, it's so you better hope you can get Lucy. Um, okay, right. I'm going. I am going to triple D. Oh, yeah. Um, what you got? Let me think. Have you ever done anything inside of your parents' house that they don't know about? Yes. Sir. Million times, yeah. Goodbye, Triple D. <laughs> <laughs> I can't beat it with him. Is it, is it me? Yeah, it's on you, Luciano. Triple D. Uh huh. <laughs> you have to name on this phone one Ooh. sexual act that you like. Okay. I can name that one easy. And I'm going to answer this as Mr. Rabbit. Oh, man. <laughs> I eat everything that's put on my dinner table. Oh. Flag on the place. Flag on the place. Flag on the place. KK, I believe it is your turn. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Turn, is it? Triple D, it's on you, man. Uh-uh, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Ooh, 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 ooh. I got one. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Tiger shot. Oh, Jesus. Have you ever dated more than one woman at a time? Oh. Uh, the game is over because I am still a virgin. I plead the fifth. We got to finish out. We got to finish out. I want to see what the order of this is going to be. We got to get. We got to finish this out. I plead the fifth. Lucy <laughs> has been disqualified, though, because he has pleaded the fifth on all three times. And I'm going to go oh. ahead and give you your topic, Lucci. Yes, sir. Your topic after this, just so you can start brainstorming it out. 
you're going to have to write a piece from the point of view of a guy eating ass. Position 
with the same-sex individual? No. Wow. You're a mess. Go. I'm, I can't wait. I got to go. I got to find him. We got to get him, KK. Right. We got to get him. Like, this is, this, we got to get him. Because he got me last time. He got me slipping last time. Don't you? All right. Me? Hmm. All right, we're going to go back to Miss Baby. <laughs> I'm having fun with this whole <laughs> your son's in the studio with us thing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. What is one what is the one thing that Lucci does that aggravates the piss out of you but you've never told him? Oh, that boy knows everything he do to aggravate me. I don't hold my mouth back. He is disgusted all the way around. Aha got him. I love how you say ha ha got him right after your mama just told you he was disgusted all the way around. <laughs> I love it. Am I the one who got got, or is you the one who got got? No, because as you don't know about me, so to be, I am a free spirit. Everybody knows this. KK Valley, I believe it's your turn. I'm sitting over here. I, I had, you know, I'm trying to brainstorm, but I got one for you, Triple B. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, if you had to choose three people to save in your life, get on a boat, who would you choose? Three people. So there's only room for four people on the boat? Yep, including yourself. So it's three people in you. All right. Then I choose my sister, Khalees, my girl. Mm -hmm. You and I ain't getting on the damn boat. I'm putting another one of my pack members on the boat, and I'm gonna have to go with Kevin. Oh wow, that's that's quite interesting. I I thought you were pleased with this, I can't do that. That that's crazy. Hmm. You know, I don't think I don't think we're gonna get you out on this game. <laughs> it don't look like it's gonna work. <laughs> It's on you, Triple yep. Is it on? No, it's on Miss Baby. Oh, it's on you, Miss Baby. Um. Okay. Oh my God, let's see. Have you ever committed a crime against someone that you know, but they never found out? Mm. Yes. That's for me or Triple D. Oh, dang. Dang, you're so honest. Here's the thing. I'm going to give y'all a little tip. I'm going to make it a little bit easier for y'all. The difference okay. between my questions and y'all's, y'all's are yes or no questions that don't give any and how. 
I make y'all expose y'all selves. Y'all just <laughs> make me say that, have I done this or that, yes or no, I without see. ever giving a story behind it. Ah. Okay. Okay. So that, that's that's my little secret. That's your little secret. Well, it's on you, Mr. Secret Agent over there. All right. Hmm. Let's see. Miss Baby. If you could be physically intimate with any man on this earth besides your significant other, who would it be? No. I could answer that. (laughs) (laughs) What? What did you say? (laughs) I said I could answer that. I don't know who you're talking about. I I know who it is. Um, it, um, Prince. No. If you're lying, he, if if you're lying, I'm going to have, I'm going to have your son expose you. It would be Prince. Mm-mm. Lucha, expose. (laughs) That's a godfather order. Um, Michael Jai White. Oh, my God, (laughs) yay. I forgot all about him. Yay! I got you. 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 I When you were charged, what were the charges for? Assault. Dang, you just you just gonna tell everything, huh? Just let's put this all out. Huh? Do you really think I'm gonna be the one who's scared to admit that he's been charged with assault? <laughs> Not you. And battery. Assault and battery. Oh dang. Whoop! It's on you, man. No, it's on baby. Oh, it's on you, Miss Baby. Our audience is getting a laugh out of this in the chat room. This is hilarious. Miss Baby, there? Yep, I sure am. It's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Triple D. Um, have you ever had thoughts of or ever cheated on your significant other that's current? No. Hmm. Okay. You know what? Triple D is a cheater. Because <laughs> there's no matter what you ask him, there's going to be no. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. I've freely admitted like most of my questions. That's crazy, young. That's crazy. Well, well, well. Triple D, triple D, triple D. 
my friend, my friend, my buddy, it's your turn. All right. Hmm. This baby, how old is Well, no, I can't ask that. Was, actually, this baby, how old are you? Oh, man. I'm 46. Ask the woman her age. I'm 46. Okay. Well, she's proud about her age. Gotcha. I am because I look good, baby. Have you seen my picture? Oh, oh no. See, oh, yes. I, I was originally going to use that as a preliminary question for a question I have for Ms. KK, but I didn't know if you wanted that to count as one or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, snap. You want to ask me a question, Triple D? Uh-huh. Okay, what you got, Mr. Postman? Assuming that you are attracted to women, if you had to choose between being physically intimate with Miss Baby, Wow, Panther, or no, Miss Baby or Panther, who would it be? Oh, wait, how many play the fish do I have right now? One. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. Judging by this question. Damn it. Oh, I'm going to rock in a hard place. I plead the fifth. And I get that. I plead the fifth. I ain't going to answer that question. You are not about to. You are not about to incriminate my character. You are not about to incriminate my character, Levante. Can I still ask questions? Yes, No, but you can give someone else a question to ask. Oh, man, I thought I could still ask questions. You were knocked out. Damn, What's man. the question you got? What's the question you got? What's the question? Well, you could ask Triple D out of all the poetry women he has ever talked to or has ever dealt with, who would he sweep with out of them? Oh. Repeat the question. Oh. Triple D, out of all the poetry women you've met and have spoken to, who would you sweep with? See, you you got one wrong there. You forgot something. What? My girl's a poet. I choose my girl. Uh, I can't tell him. He finds loopholes. He finds loopholes and stuff too. I'm gonna revert. I'm gonna reword that question I give. I'm got. I got the loophole. I'm gonna reword that mug. I'm gonna get an answer out of you. <laughs> with the exception of his girlfriend, that's how you should have said it. With the exception of her. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna come back to him. I'm gonna ask that question because he gonna get. We gonna get a plea to fit out of his butt today. Uh uh-uh. uh If you want me to answer that question with the exception, I'll go right ahead. Okay. What is it then? You. What? Wow. I'm done. I'm taking a nap. I'm taking a nap. That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, wow. well, 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 well. Luciano. Yes. Sir. I want you to go ahead and drop that freestyle piece for me. Oh, okay. Um, let me get into character real quick. Mm. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Go ahead and graffiti this mic. Luciano has left the building and Lucia has pulled up. Okay, here we go. Nobody laugh. All right. <clears throat> 
see, they want me to do this as a woman, so I'll let them know what I am. I am all man, but in my mind, I am woman. See, I'll show these women how to get this money from these men. I'll take him to a hotel and make him feel as comfortable as can be. Drop a date rape pill in his drink, and when he falls comfortably asleep, I'll ravage his body, and then I'll reveal myself to him. I was a man. Take pictures of him and upload them. See, Lucia doesn't play. Luciano is her cousin, so the mob will come with him any day. See, I am not a basic bee, as you all say. I am a top of this kingdom. I am man and woman, so if you feel the need to play with me, I can show you a thing or two. See, men are disgusting. That's why I took this form to show you that women are disgusting too. See, I'll gas you up by saying I love you, I do this, and see your best friend, and I'll choose him too. See, yes, you can run a train on me, not really two men, but take a toy train and run it across my chest. See, I tickled your brain with that one. See, as a woman, I'm going to show you things that I cannot show you as a man. I'll ball myself up, smile in your face, take you back to my place, let you grab onto my waist, let you love it. But when you kiss my lips, you taste that poison. Mm, that's that sin. Then I'll reveal myself to you. I am a man. Take pictures and upload them. See, Triple D wanted me to do a piece on eating booty, but I do not eat booty. I eat men. So for this one, I'll use the Godfather. See, I'll penetrate your circle as a woman that wants to be a part of this. And as I see him sitting on his throne, I'll say, hello, Godfather, can I have a favor? He'll look at my eyes, I'll bat him at him, and he'll say, come to his side. But when he sleeps at night, I'll sneak in by his side and despise him and get rid of him, crucify him, hang him up. See, this is the thoughts of Lucia in peace. Hey, never again. I love it. I love it. Let's get your mom. Let's get your mom. Triple D. What do you think? I love it. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. That that you are crazy. You are a dope artist, like all around dope artist. That was crazy. <laughs> Triple D. King yeah. how you know. Think about that. That was very interesting, but we ha- but my brother, the Godfather, wants me to go ahead and deliver one message. What? I don't care how pretty you are, how many men you done ate. You ain't penetrating none of my inner circles, okay? <laughs> hey, what's up? Lucia's letting me know Lucia is poison. She'll penetrate any circle when she feels as if she needs it. So if the Godfather and Lucia need to have words, they can exchange them. <laughs> she ain't penetrating. She may be invited into the circle, but she ain't penetrating no damn circle. <laughs> and being invited in it, you also have just penetrated it. So as you invite me in it, I'm in it. I penetrate it. So I choose who I comes into my circle. Hey, look. I choose who comes into my circle. Thank you very much. You see it, don't play. <laughs> I like, I like her. This, She's a bad Emma Jumma. Me and her will be best friends. Miss Baby, what do you think about that? Um, my son is an extreme beast. He can do that. I love it. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, but that's crazy. Woo. Miss Baby, do you have a piece of like the graffiti on this mic tonight? Um, yes, I sure do. Let me see. Let 
see. Let me see what I want to do uh, today. I have company in my bedroom. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> let's see. I have a piece that um, I wrote in response to these crazy things that's going on in Baltimore, so I'd like to share that with us. It's called Why oh, Listen. Oh, yes, when, ma'am. Go ahead and defeat this mic. Thank you, though. When should they be heard? Before the first rock or fiery cocktail is thrown on. Maybe before that young black man on a journey to death stops and stares. When should they be heard? Before the peacekeepers become instigators. Killing indiscriminately. When should they be heard? Because according to them, they've been talking and talking and talking, but nothing is taking place. They're desperate and insecure. When should they be heard? While the smoke, the rocks, the bottles start to fly and businesses and communities see that their world is suffering. When should they be heard? When commentators on Fox News have downplayed the dead and highlighting the injury of police or when other black people down their own the Willie Lynch syndrome and fully checked E, sect, yes, I said, checked with an E, this is an infection. When should they be heard? While the press conference isn't held, in an organization, questions and statements being entertained by you, um, you and you, his mother cries due to this statement. They need to ascertain what happened to him while he's in police custody. Freedom, really, when will they be heard? He says, I've been victimized by these police and put on a five-year probation for a gun that was planted on me. Microphone quickly removed. When will they be heard? Asked what or how do you think this is possible when the ratio of mixture on the force is about equal? Her answer, they bring on other folks from neighboring counties, have to go to a commercial. When will they be heard? Older man of 66 says a bunch of expletives. S-O-B-F-F-O. My God. Told of a story. He's going to work and took some of his pain medication with him wrapped in a tissue. Upon walking out of his door, he's arrested, thrown to the ground, his own medication that he had obtained from his doctor. He spends nine months in jail. Oh, hell, when will they be heard? Unfortunately, when they are looking like savages, running through their own city, ravaging, burning things, robbing, looting, shouting, and spitting on cameras, stealing and running cars into the flames. Now, all the cameras take aim. All the city officials, all the authorities, all eyes on the center of the same street that they've been asking for help. This is why you should listen. Before radicals blow up and smoke the vision and keep what needed to be seen behind that riot of smoked-up smoke screen. The need is lost due to the screams of sirens, the flash of lights, and the reporting of the report, but no one wants to hear the thugs 
peaceable. Now, the bad is overshadowing the cause, police brutality, police brutality, police brutality, no accountability. But this savagery is unacceptable. Police brutality is that savagery I eat. That was a powerful piece, Miss Baby. That definitely spoke so many volumes of what's going on. And I don't know if you've been watching the news today, but now they're trying to say that the young man, you know, hurt his own back. And I'm like, how do you sever your own spine and crush your own throat and your hands are handcuffed behind your back? Right. They they keep digging this. They, they're going from bad to worse with it. They're not going to release the autopsy. They said they were going to release the autopsy. So now my thing is, okay, since you're not going to release an autopsy, um, are you not going to release it to his parents? And if his parents choose to make it public, you're going to stop them from right. releasing something that happened to their own child? Yeah. So it's that sad. that that was my yeah you know that was my whole situation. Nobody listens when you're civil. It's the only time, unfortunately, that they get our eyes on them because of the the ridiculousness that they have to go. Because in the end, they hurt their own community. They only hurt in their own community. Yes. But sometimes it's a means to an end. Yes, ma'am. Definitely, definitely. Ooh, Miss Baby, Miss Baby. Miss Kiki. Luciano. Yes, sir. You speaking to me? Yes, yes, I am. Yes. I'm speaking to you as King Shark. My brother went chill, yeah. What is it, King Shark? I'm thinking, you got me thinking about Luciano now. I'm King (laughs) Shark. And... As King Hyena, I believe we have a surprise for our audience tonight. Yes, yes, I do. Actually, I got like one, five, seven surprises. Yeah, I'm going to be popping out of boxes with glitter tonight. But mm. <laughs> well, I, think, I think that we have a special surprise for our studio audience tonight. We do. But King Hyena, I want you to sit back for a minute. So I can show you this surprise, and then you and I can bring out our surprise. And I'm going to bring out my solo surprise, and we can just get a surprise in here on the street tonight. Sounds good to me. All right. Luciano. Yes, yes. All right. You ready, sir? Ready for? You know the surprise piece is on the Oh, you looking for Mr. Pleasure? No! Oh, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. And I'm going to go get Lady Lick. Exactly. I need to talk to her. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Pleasure. I am Lady Lick. And I heard that you're looking for me. Yes, I am. All right, now. <clears throat> hey, Big Daddy, are you ready for me? I got these fresh linen sheets. No need to rush to see you and me. Get an inner 
fun, these bed sheets. Drip your keys and briefcase and pen. Let me lead you to an oasis garden where only you have the key. Come on into me. Hey, pretty lady. I see I wanted to do things differently tonight. Tell me what's your fantasy. Those brown eyes and thick thighs are getting to me. Let me toe suck, soul touch, spine bend you. My midsection is your chair, so won't recline back and enjoy. My fantasy includes an extra lady, whipped cream and me calling you daddy. Mm, I want to be wild. Hang off the bed, reverse dog style. Play R. Kelly's 12 play, and we can do it 24 different ways. While you dick drive me, she'll ride my face properly. What do you think? I think I can make that happen just in a different fashion. I'll take that whipped cream, put it on your lovely breast, lick it off, put some down low and lick it soft. See, I'll sit you on top while she ride my face nonstop. Then I'll bend you over and deep stroke you while you lick her quit. You'll scream out, Daddy, as I spank you while I ram you. See, tonight I'll make it come true. I'll hang you off the bed while you lick the tip of my head. Then I'll make you my slave. You must ask to speak as I hump your face. You tonight will be, tonight will be a night to remember. We will go for hours until you slumber. Then I'll open your legs, French kiss your clit until you're back awake. I, Poppy, aim to please. Spank me, spank me, I've been naughty. I like the direction you chose to take. Lay me back, I have little control, and then I'll ride you as you fondle my breast. Lick, bite as I ride, deep and slow. I, Daddy, call me Mommy, you know you want to. Come on, come for me. How a while you eat her, I'll spank her shit. I love this magic stick. Deeper, deeper. Throw me on the bed. Put my legs over my head. Devour my fruits. Oh, so juicy. Don't waste a bit. Be sure you put your tongue into that slit. Grab both ass cheeks. Roughly make that pussy. Oh, daddy. Mm, mommy. Pull me in close. I'm getting to the point where I'm about to bust out. Pick you up and do it rough for this last round. I'll push you against the wall, kiss you passionately. Baby, tonight was the best night, but we are not done yet. See, I saved the best for last. Spread your legs wide while I deep, slow grind. Baby, I want to climax while I'm still inside. Let your sweet juices drip out. I'll take two fingers to catch and put them in your mouth. Oh, baby, I think it's time for me to let this out. Tell me, are you ready to end our hot, freaky night? Yes, Poppy, I'm ready. Don't you dare pull out. Hit it from the back, pull my hair from the ends because it hurts more. Deep breathing and strokes, I don't think I can handle much more. I, Poppy, yes, Daddy, give it to me. Bring out this freaky beast. I'm coming. I'm coming, Daddy. Please give it to me. And eat, Lady Lick. Mr. Pleasure. Let's open up these mics. See what people's got to say. What y'all think? Ladies and gentlemen, what you guys think? And I think they silent. <laughs>
Triple D. Triple D. I think he fell out. Miss Baby, what did you think? Mr. Pleasure, I think, I think they just, I think they just, oh, I don't know. I think y'all drowned my mic over here. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the fifth. You believe the fifth, huh? Yeah. I believe, I believe, that's, I believe that's three strikes you out. <laughs> All right. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, though. That fucking back a week. Tiger shot back. Tiger shots, but <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna stay little lick, lady lick for a while. I think I like being bad. I think I'm gonna stay lady lick. Oh wow! I need, but I need Ashley K. Lee. You need Ashley K. Lee. Uh huh. All right, all right. I can get you Ashley K. Lee. <clears throat> Hello, King Shark. How are you doing? Hey, how I you mean, doing it? King Hyena. I've been among a lot of kings today, you know. Ashley Kay has that kind of status. She hangs up with the elite. Oh. Well, I heard that you had a very special visitor earlier. And I think we should tell that story. Very so. Let's let's tell that story, sir. All right. This This piece is called Objective Hope Ashley Kay. Time, April 30th, 2015, planet Earth, location unknown, objective, help Ashley K. This was a message I received on my psychic paper. Not too many know how to contact me, but I knew I had to save her. So I started up the TARDIS, also known as my big blue box, entered the coordinates. I was kind of excited for the next stop. Earth was home of one of my favorite species, known as the Homo sapiens. No matter how much trouble they got themselves into, I couldn't stop saving them. I heard the sound of my box touching down in this time of need. I peeked out the door, and no one can guess what I have seen. I saw a beautiful woman wearing black shirts and black shorts with some yellow socks. Afrocentric was the only way to describe how her hair didn't stop. Our eyes locked as I stepped onto her floor. Hello, I would say. I'm the doctor. Doctor who? Who the hell are you? One, two, three, say something before I start blasting. Answer me. I'm Ashley Kay. Never mind a last name. I'm having a rough day. Bloodstained sheets bleach couldn't meet anger that fills me. But doctor, what do you need? I have nothing to offer you. Don't bother me. Simply the doctor. That's all anyone ever needs to know. Granted, Miss Ashley, it seems that you could use some help, though. Tell me, did you send this message to my paper? Because it says you, my dear, are in need of a savior. Huh? First, sir, it's Ashley K. Don't screw up my name. In that paper you speak of, what did it say? I can't deal with this. I want to be left alone. This burden to bear is mine and mine alone. I made a journal entry the other day. How can a John Doe save me from the way you look? You look like you could use the saving. See here? Time, April 30th, 2015. Planet Earth, location unknown, objective, help Ashley K. See, I'm the doctor, and I'm here to make it my mission today to save you, Miss 
Ashley Kay. So it doesn't matter what you say. This burden is ours to share. Either that or I will sit here and stare and watch your every move. But I forgot. You're going to blow my brains out. Humans, you think you're so smooth that guns will solve every situation. I thought this would end when they got older. Come to think of it, my dear, you have the air of a soldier. Hmm. A real woman doesn't have to shoot. You, you don't understand what I've been through, being hunted like a wild animal on this so-called free land that I am not protected on. So I got to fight, fight for my life at any cost, bullets or blade, it don't matter to me. How do you suppose you will bear this burden with me? <laughs> Doctor, doctor, it's hard to breathe. All this bleach is suffocating me. Cloud of my judgment, help me, please. Humans. I can save you a million times from species all over this universe, but it won't do a single goddamn thing if you don't stop killing yourselves first. I can't share a burden that's not inflicted by another. It's my code. Save yourselves from yourselves because this is something that I simply cannot abode. Doctor, doctor, it's hard to breathe. Do you have no humility? People on earth do savage things are no longer human beings to me, but rather barbaric beasts. Get the fuck out of here. Let me suffer in peace. You can't do a damn for me. Coming in here, I bet you were sent to watch me suffer, die at the hand of my own, myself. Doctor, who you need to leave? I have nothing left to say to thee. I turn my back on this woman, tears streaming down my face. Humans, you think you're so strong, but in the eyes of a time lord, you're so damn weak. I save you seven, eight times a week from your own damn selves. I guess my time is over. It's time for me to sit on a shelf and watch the destruction of the day. Goodbye for now, my fair Ashley Kay, stepping into my box. I left that girl standing there, the smell of bleach filling the air. I grimaced as I realized my actions would make her think that the doctor didn't care. King Hyena, Ashley K, Team Hungry, and Eat. King Hyena, what did you think about that piece, sir? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> King hyena, he like a hyena. See, I like hyenas because they don't care if the lion been killed. That 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 gazelle, they gonna come up in there and be like, "Look, give me this meal right here that you eating on." You know what I'm saying? And he just did that. Give me this that you was eating on. And Ashley, you always just, you know, just, just, oh my God, impressive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, 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 well. Mm-mm-mm. I'm all excited to hear tonight. Y'all, this has been an amazing show that we've really been doing here tonight. And I'm honored to have animals here with me. Uh, uh. <laughs> Well, Mr. Togshock. Yes. You ready to do this other piece here, sir? Oh, the other piece. That piece, I have to go and get my government person, Roger. Oh, yeah. We'll Roger. No middle name. Hello. How everybody doing? I'm one of the folks. I'm Ashley Kay. Nice to meet you. Um, I am Roger. 
My name is Roger Smith, no middle name. Well, Roger Smith, no middle name. I'm Ashley Kaylee, no middle name as well. So I think we're going to make really good friends. I guess so. And I'm nice to join Mr. Um, King Hyena. I heard you over there, you know, eating it up, you know, representing Team Hungry, man. I dig it. Appreciate it, appreciate it, you know. I'm a hyena. We always hungry. <laughs> right. So, Miss Ashley, are you ready to dive into this next one? I am ready as ready can be. Well, the floor is yours. Hey, Roger. I want to speak to you, but my shyness tongue twisted my tongue to the point I couldn't speak to you. I said, listening to you, that lyrical fulfillment, God-given talent, so I thought, if I came to you, speaking in song and poetry, you'll give me the time and chance of day. Don't be shy. Tell me what you feel on the inside. See, I sat back and watched you as you transformed from person to person. I was scared to approach, but I bet your love is like drugs. You break me down like a guard, empty all the bad things, and fill me up with inspiration. No more waiting and sitting. Just let the words roll off your tongue into my ear. Baby girl, have no fear of me, for I have wanted to hold your hand up, maybe even slow dance with you. When I hear your voice, it's like angels calling to me. When I see your smile, it's brightening my day. Tell me how Tell me how do you feel for me. This is no game like deal or no deal. Tell me your true feelings, and I'll show you mine. Scrubbing the pain with this finger. Tell my life with his song. Killing me softly with his song. Killing me softly. He spit all those sweet things, but you know what they say about a pretty boy with like skin, skin, but I don't want to stray. Rather lay my fingers with yours, tiptoe to our own music room, to the rhythm and blues of our own life stories. You say don't be shy, but why? You have that twinkle in your eye, I don't want to blind, but never mind. You didn't speak to me, but at this moment, that's the past, and we are in the present, I'm going to enjoy this. I know what they say, but I'm different from the rest See how Put you on a pedestal so no one can reach you. I'll do whatever it takes to win you. When I look you in your eyes, I see a life I also desire. The taste of your lips is like honey. Don't judge me by what people say. Touch my chest. That's my heart that beats for you every day. I won't stop until you are mine. They can believe these words that are coming from me. Do you feel that chill up your spine? It's my love that overcome you. So tell me, how do you feel for me? Temperatures rising. Your body's yearning for me. It seems like you're ready. Boy, are you ready? I feel you. I want to feel you. Judgment I shall not do. Roger, the original heart throb, heartbreak wants me. Little old poetically speaking, beautifully linking her words. Let's combine our love and create a masterpiece. Others would envy. Would you do this for me? I would do more than that for you. Want me to move a rock? I'll shake the world. Walk through fire for you? I'll sleep in a volcano. See, when I love, I love hard. All you have to do is take my hand. 
I'll put you first all the time, make you feel important. See, the guys themselves should envy because a love like this is hard to find. We will make mistakes along the way, but I've seen the blind lead the blind, so nothing is impossible. Just give me this chance, and I'll make it worth your while. Give me your heart, and I'll make it beat loud. See, I'll explain this to you using numbers. Only one thing to do, three words for you. I love you. One, it's like a dream come true. Just want to be with you. Three, more explain to see that you're the only one for me. And four, oh, please, that's one, two, three, five, make you fall in love with me. If heaven has, I believe my work is done, then I'll start back at one. In peace. What? Oh. My boy Roger showed up and did his thing. Tiger shot the proof of that. King Hyena. Smooth. That's all I got to say is smooth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Ashley K. You know, she she does what she does. <laughs> yeah, tell her I said to check the back of the lair. I would tell Ashley K to check. Well, hold up. Last time Ashley K checked the back of the lair, one thing led to another, and it was glitter and baby oil and cocoa butter. And let's just say it. She didn't come in to work the next day, so I don't know about her going to the back of the lair yet. What? <laughs> Hey, it is what it is, but I got a surprise for her back in in the back of the lair. You're all crazy. <laughs> well, y'all, this is what I want to do. We're going to get ready to turn the lights off on the streets a little bit here. But I want to hear another piece from each one of you guys before we close out tonight. Hey, how about right. her, I got, huh? I, well, you know, we have one last surprise from KK. True, true, true. What did you say? Um, after, after the one last surprise, how about we curveball it? Okay. We can curveball it the show. We make two animal kingdoms clash in an animal kingdom battle. Okay. Say one more time. We make two different animal kingdoms clash in an all-out animal kingdom battle. Oh. Okay. What do you have in mind? What do you have in mind? I have in mind Tiger Shark versus King Hyena. In a battle. In a battle. Well, you know, okay. King Hyena. King Hyena has other people to battle for him, but they're not around to see. No, so, this is gonna be. This is going to be a poetic battle. This is what I want to do. This is going to be a poetic battle. And it's not going to be a horrorcore battle. This is going to be poetic. And it's going to be... Oh, yeah, beat. poetic. No horrorcore battle. Yeah, it's not going to be horrorcore. Okay, and what we're going to do is... I'm going to take the recording. And to the executive that's on the line, I thank you for calling in tonight. I'm going to send the recording back to him. And his people are going to choose who won the poetic 
battle between the beasts tonight? The beast, hey, look, is all freestyle, if that's okay with you. Freestyle, I'm good with. But, like I said, Hyena doesn't battle. But I can bring out one of his poetic brothers. Hey, well, bring his poetic brothers. Okay. Hey, Wolfman. Wait, so what about me? What about me? So I just got to just sit in the background and look all pretty. Is that what I got to do? Hey, if you want to get grimy, come and get grimy. I advise you, if he's getting Wolfman, I'm going to put Tiger Shark to sleep, and I'm bringing out the poet slayer. Oh, snap. You Wolfman, go ahead and bring Alpha. Oh, snap. Well, you know, I think I'll be assassin number 20. Yes, indeed. It's about to get bloody. <laughs> so, you guys Wolfman just want to close out the show? Huh? I believe the wolf pack has been called. Wonderful. So, do you guys just want to close out the show with this three-way lyrical, poetic battle in here tonight? Well, you know, we got to get that last surprise real quick. Oh, after the surprise. Okay. We can do that. Who do you need? Because right now I'm Ashley K, and I don't know who you need. I got all these women in here. I got one woman in here with stilettos and fishnets, and I don't know what she's doing. I got another woman in here with black and steel toe boots and a Brazilian flag. Who do you give need? Me, give me the one who looks like she is dressed for a funeral. <laughs> give me the ghost. Oh, you want her? Oh. All right. <clears throat> you call. Yes, yes, I did. I am let me here. Go ahead. Let me go ahead and get my brother, the Oracle. Ghost. I think it is time that we show them a bit of our dialogue, don't you? I believe we should disclose this information to the world. Well, I will start it off. I am Father Time. I've been known by many names. I've been known to heal wounds and play cruel games. I am the fleeting moments of your life flashing before your eyes. I am the one you fear. The one who you despise, with me you find healing, joy, and rest. But be careful, because in my wake I also bring death. Speaking of which, I need to talk to you, my sister. Yes, my dear, would you please come hither? Hello, brother. People souls in you, but they are scared of me. Religion has it kind of twisted like I'm the judge and the jury. You can only move forward, never look back. Life for time won't be replaced. Life, just live, you live day by day. I mean, brother, and the right way? Or should we go around afraid of the unknown? I mean, running away from their own damn shadows. 24 hours a day you gave them, yet they hesitate to embrace it. So I'm knocking on their door, and they're begging for more time, pleading. Just believing that there's got to be a way. See, they confuse you as the destination, the final frontier, until they meet you face to face, and then they shed a tear because they realize that their journey was a waste of me. 
See, I feel their pain, but if you listen, then I will heal their scars. You see, I am constantly changing. I never stay the same, and yes, I play think this is a game because wixing me makes you their number one enemy and from that second forward they have locked their destiny in the dark hidden time bottles, pills and white powder and lines while I am the one who has been shredded into the lightest of grinds. Iron sharpens iron but tell me how is sharp defined? True. You hear the scars that people carry, but I see them. From a child that is beaten to a woman who is raped, who attempts to take her life several times, but I sent her back. Seeing it wasn't her time or a soldier on the battlefield, brokenhearted because he found out his wife was cheating and he wants to die because he has nothing left to live for. The ATV blows up and he meets me smiling. Brother, I know. I know it's got to be hard to hear people's thoughts and screams, but imagine visually seeing a woman beaten, beaten, hold on to life, and I just want to touch her so she doesn't have to suffer. You say it isn't her time. I feel as if you're egotistic, some fuck shit, but then I realize you and I have to live co-inside for this world to work. And I understand that death doesn't work if their sand is in their hourglass. I'm the end, the beginning, and the means. Brother, you wouldn't believe. Not only do I believe them, I guided those people down that path. You know good and well, I decided to believe the last. I know that it's hard to turn away the souls of those Triple D, you having my trouble, bro? Test one, test two, test, test one, test two, test, test. Luciano, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, test one, test two, test, test one, test two. And we having a little tech issue in the studio. You know, it's rumbling and groaning outside with the thundering and stuff, so I think we're having a slight tech issue. So those of us with us, please bear with us. Test, test one, can you hear me, Triple D? Test, test two, I am here. I'm sorry about that. You good. I'm going to start back from my last stanza, then you can go ahead and end it up, bro. Alright. True. Hear the scars that people carry, but I see them from a child that's beaten to a woman who's raped, who attempts to take her life several times a day, but I sent her back, seeing it wasn't her time, or a soldier on a battlefield, working harder because he cannot see his wife because she cheated on him and wanted to die because he has nothing to live for. ATV blows up, but he meets me smiling. Brother, I know, I know it's got to be hard to heal people's thoughts and screams, but imagine visually seeing a woman beaten, beaten, holding on to life, and I just want to touch her. 
so she doesn't have to suffer. And you say it is in time. I feel as if that's egotistic, some fuck shit, but then I realize you and I have to live coincide for this all to work. I understand that death doesn't work if they're still standing in their hourglass. I'm at the end and beginning of means. Brother, you wouldn't believe. Not only do I believe them, but I guided those people down that path. You know good and well that I am by their side until they breathe their last breath. And I know it's hard to turn away the lost souls that they show up at your gate. But sister, be strong, knowing that you can afford to break. Because believe me, I have seen the aftermath of them meeting you and coming back. And see when they do, they return, knowing what it is that they lack. The best among them, they use this knowledge to change lives. So now do you understand while each of them needs their own full stage time? I don't think there's anything left for me to say. Brother, you just have it your way. So I only can give them death if you save their time, and I can no longer argue with you because we have to live coincide. So maybe I'll just go sit one way, and you sit the other way, and then when it's their time, we'll meet in the middle. Brother, is that okay? Sir, can you hear me? Test, test one, test two, triple D. Triple D is kind of familiar with tech issues. We're going to try to hit this piece up at a later date. But he's just going in and out and in and out and in and out with this tech issue. Luciano, how are you feeling tonight, sir? I'm feeling good tonight. I was enjoying that piece, though. Yeah, yeah, we're going we gonna to get back to that triple D. Levante. Test one, test two, check, check, Houston. You got a problem? Test one, test two, I have no clue. This mic is still drowning from your and Lucci's surprise earlier, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, my mic did that earlier, though. It's all good. It's all good. Well, y'all, you all want to go ahead and get this masterpiece of this three-way lyrical poetic battle on tonight. Let's get it. All right. Well, who's going to go first? Ladies first, right? Oh, ladies first, huh? Ladies first. And then it's challengers before the challenge, so I guess... My brother Tiger Shark over here is gonna go next. Hey, Tiger Shark has been put to sleep. The poet slayer is here now, so the poet slayer doesn't have any problem with going next. All I'm right. bringing some clothes. Well, like I said, y'all, this is a poetic lyrical battle. This is going um, not no hardcore. It's just poetic lyrical, and we're gonna we're gonna gonna do it. I'm Assassin number 20, and I welcome you 
into my kingdom. As you walk through the shadows of death, I want you to feel my presence tiptoeing across your back. I've been in my lip trying not to vent, but it's time that I deal with this shit. See, I'm the one that makes you taste death and cut off the world. I slit people's wrists and they still want to feel nothing shit, see. I've gone numb to all of this, yet you came to my doorstop knocking, knocking. I don't want to hear a damn I want you to just stare me dead in the eye and give me a reason for why I lyrically shouldn't kill you. Let me have control over your excuse of a life. I want to scar you like you did them because, see, I have no problem with secret revenge. Godfather, the Reaper, they are my best friends, and they have ways of getting rid of a body that I'm not going to disclaim. See, I am assassin number 20. Don't just let the smooth taste fool you. Don't stare dead into my eyes. I will t- Went to stone. Fuck having a semi-automatic 45. My hands are made of steel and they will break bones. Don't cross my mind. See, I'm no longer Ashley K. I'm just a shadow, a ghost. You don't even want to know my name. I only go by number two, zero. And you better sit them together. Do not touch me. See, I know you're no fool, and I give you that because I don't want you to enter a death that's too early. Maybe watching you suffer, making you sit through a long speech so you can understand all the shit that you put them through. And, and maybe it's just me. I'm only assassin number 20. I'll hand you off to the Godfather. Let the Reaper know that he's coming and and maybe Luciano will finish you off in some supertonic shit that I'm not going to tell you about. And I don't have anything left to say, so Sarah shall go. Okay. Boom, boom. The poet slayer's in town, so if you have a pen, I hope you really want to put it down. See, I have two great poets that are upon me now. Mm-hmm. Assassin number 20 and some wolfman, he lets out a great howl. See, I heard wolfman coming from wolfland, and I heard he was swift with that pen in his hand, so I'll let him write a nice little mm-hmm. piece down. So as soon as he memorizes it, I'll devour his brain so I can take his poetic name. See, I am the poet slayer, so if you have a pen, I want you to put it down. See, I am a slayer. I mean, I'll take the greatest poets that are around and bring them to my dungeon, and I'll decipher their brown, decipher their brown like their brain like I am a Nazi. See, I'll take bits and pieces and make a whole nother brain, and I'll make it like a robotic, so it'll be microscopic. See, I am the poet slayer now. See, Assassin 20, she has a way of killing things down, so I'll put her by my side, I'll turn her into a puppet, and I'll make her my puppeteer. See, everything that she said, it'll have to be near and dear, but once she get out of line, I'll have to take her back down. The poet's lair is back in town, so if you have a pen, please do not that, let that ball hit that paper. Don't jot it down. See, I won't just dismember the assassin number 20. I'll poetically torture her. I'll put her in a room full of things that she can write about. Give her a sheet of paper and a pen, and when she goes to write, no ink will come out. So now all she can do is ponder and wonder and think about the things she could have jotted down. See, Wolfman, I'll put him in a building of 130 people in a crowd. No matter of fact, increase that crowd. In front of a crowd of 10,000, and when he goes up to speak, I'll mute his mic so they hear nothing come out. See, the poet slayer I have 
fun with these things. See, I have come to bring my deranged jigsaw brain to this poetic thing. See, I'll take both of them and put them in a battle against each other. But once they get to talking, I'll mute one vocal box so he cannot hear the other. See, yes, it'll be the deaf speaking to the deaf, but no sign language because I'll break their fingers. See, I will torture poets if they think they're going to write around me. Put your pen down because the poet slayer is back in town. See, the wolf man, I never heard his howl, or I never heard his growling, I never felt his bite. But I know one thing, with all my might, I'll turn into a dragon and breathe out this fire when he go to write his pen. Let that ink leap out. See, I'll take that ink off that paper and I'll take those words right out of his mouth. See, Assassin 20 will try to creep up on me because that's the best of what they do. They'll catch you from a long way back, but the poor Slayer has a couple tricks for all of you. See, I'll catch on top of that building trying to assassinate me, because you know I did say I was a dragon. Fly up, and I'll fly her off on a carpet like she was a Latin old jasmine. Then I'll take her back to my basement and tell her, tell me everything you were going to write or you were going to say. See, I'm a biting-ass poet, Slayer. See, I'll take her words and reverse them and make you think they are mine. And I'll take Wolfman and go back to his Wolfland, and I'll break both hands so he can never write again. But I know that he freestyles sometimes off the dome, so I'll take his brain and make him brain dead. See, the poet slayer has no friends. I am the poet slayer now, so if you have a pen, I advise you to please put it down in peace. Now this lizard has heard me howl. Now this little Komodo dragon will hear me begin to growl. I am Wolfman Omega. See, I am the end of all things. Hold up. I believe my brother wants to come onto the scene. I am Alpha. I'm the beginning of your demise. See, I'm the beginning of your end. And my brother, he is the same. He is the end to your beginning. See, you are not coming anywhere near this quote-unquote wolfland. Let me get this straight, Mr. Poet Slayer. This is not the day that you are going to go anywhere but under the ground. See, this is not wolf land, but this is the forest of death. Now try your best. Bring every little trick in your book. Bite my words if you wish, but you just can't give an even a look of respect when you step into the forest of death. See, you bite people's words because yours are not good enough. You slay poets in their sleep because you you could never even think that you were even close to hood enough. Yeah, I said hood enough. I know who you are. You aren't the poet slayer. You're Roger from the streets of New Orleans. It's not New Orleans. It's New Orleans because you you are just a black boy trying to act white. Now sit down before the twin wolves. We will begin to smite you. Sit down. Now, as for you, my dear Miss Pin Assassin, I've heard of your pen. It is revered in many circles, but don't believe that you will even come close because I will leave you suspended like you are Steve motherfucking Urkel. See, don't play with me. I hold the keys to the Godfather's kingdom. So if you think that you can come close, just remember that when he rings, then you come. See, 
I am the beginning, and I am the end. Wolfman Omega and Alpha here are here to rend. See, you do not want to fuck with me. And eat. Well, 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 y'all, that was a hell of a way, hell of a way to end this show tonight. King Tiger tonight about this show? I don't know. My, my my little twins just came over here, and now they look steamed. Apparently, something about a lizard called them out. I don't know. I was just sitting back over here eating Oreos, drinking some milk, and now they look steamed. So I don't know what y'all did. Tiger Shark, what, what did your boy do? I well, have no I, idea where they get a lizard from because a poet slayer is a human, so they must just their mind must have been chopped up after the after the poet. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and assassin number twenty, assassin number twenty didn't even go after neither one. Assassin number twenty was saying she was an ally, so for them to even threaten assassin number twenty, assassin number twenty don't play that shit. So they wow, know. well, apologies. I'm gonna have to talk to the poor slick because I know he has no friends when he comes out, so I'm gonna have to talk about it. Assassin twenty is loved and hated at the same time, so it's, it's okay. <laughs> they said to tell you that all they meant by that was you saying by the Godfather, so you can't be an enemy, so don't fuck with them. <laughs> now, so, I think we have now, Poet Slayer over there, they said that he a lizard who think he a dragon. <laughs> well, no, see, that was only a metaphor. See, the Poet Slayer is a human. See what I'm saying? That's why I said he must have chopped their brains up and scrambled it like a jigsaw puzzle put in the tank it was a lizard. So I'm going to let them have that. One day they'll be friends or something. I don't know. But tonight, the show is crazy. Tiger Shark was here. I ate. My dude, King Hyena, he ate. KK Valley, she always eats. And yeah, it was a good show. Way to end it, though. A friendly battle. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. But you know what, y'all? I got, I want to ask each one of you gentlemen one more question to end off the show. Just for the hell of it. Because okay. we had somebody in our studio audience. They was getting, well, a lot of people in our studio audience was getting a hell of a kick out of the play the fifth. So I'm going to ask each one of you gentlemen one more question, and then each one of y'all can ask me a question. Okay. All right. All right. Levante. Calling me by my government. Oh, shit. Yes. So a person in my studio audience wants to ask, well, you chose the three people that you would, well, the four people, because you kicked yourself off the boat, which they thought was crazy. When you chose the four people that you would put in your boat, why did you choose those four people? I chose people from my pack. Honestly, those were just the names that came to mind. But at the same time, honestly, i probably sit there and find a way to make the boat bigger because I would have <laughs> saved my whole pack before I saved myself once. Oh, um, Okay. Each and every person that I named, I consider to be family. And, you know, I've said it once. I said, I was talking to Delucci before the show. I said, Ohana means family. And family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. So, very true. at the end of the day, 
that boat wasn't near big enough to save all the people that I will save. It isn't would save. It's I will save them. If it ever comes down to that, I will find a way to save their asses or die trying. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Luciano. Yeah. And I know that the name sounds really funny rolling off my tongue. That's the Spanish <laughs> side of me. It's going to sound like that. So I want you to know what it's going to sound like. My question for you is, somebody told me that there was a big-ass debate about who was the king of hip-hop, and you chose Biggie. Right. Can you give five reasons why you chose Biggie? Five reasons why I chose Biggie? Yep. Okay. I chose Biggie not off the strength of his, 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 the way he delivered, his, his background, okay? His mother was a Jehovah Witness, but he didn't choose to go that route, so he chose to hustle. And as he hustled, you know what I'm saying? He he developed his rhyming skills. As he, when he went to jail, he got him better. So that's one reason that he took. He had the best of both worlds. He knew the true religion. He knew a religion that was true to him, but he also had the street hood. Okay, that's one. Two. When him and Pac got into the dispute, like I said, he made the song "Who Shot You" way before Pac got shot. So that means your mind was somewhere else. So you you're like a lyrical master. That's two. Then three, when they was beefing, he didn't promote his album in his hood, what he could have did. He went to Tupac. He went to he went over there in Cali. He produced it over there. So that's letting me know you're a lion. You have a heart. You know these people want to kill you, but you don't mind dying behind your message. That's right. Okay. Four. Before he was all hardcore rap, when he met Diddy, he had the song. It was all a dream. You know, that changed the yeah. game when he rapped over that beat. That changed the game when he rapped over that mel- that soft melody beat. That's four. And five, because he's a big guy, and I'm a big dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I may not want to rock a shirt. If I get rich, I'm going to put on a mink and let everything out. You know what I'm saying? So that's my five reasons why I say Biggie is the king and will always be the king. And if anybody has anything to say about that, <laughs> my address is blah, 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 New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> well, I get a question, right? Yeah, you can ask me a question. Both of y'all can ask. Oh, uh, I don't want to ask you a question. I want to ask him a question. No, 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 no. no. I can't ask, my, I I can't ask always... a question to him. No, 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 because that's gonna start a long ass debate, and I, don't, I ain't trying to have no debate. Uh, 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 uh. I ain't, about, I ain't about to this biggie at all. I swear. I go ahead with your bad stuff. I want to see this. What you got? All right. I want you to speak from an objective point of view, and can you? And I want you to give me five reasons why Tupac should have been named King of Hip Hop. Okay, five reasons why Tupac should have. Mm-hmm. You actually why I should think he should be named King of Pop, or five reasons why I don't think. Why? Why you should think? Well, okay, five reasons why. Okay, five reasons why I should think. Okay. Everybody knows, okay, one reason I should think he is because Tupac is all about the community. You know what I'm saying? He 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 gives the gift back and all of that, and that's great. That's that's one thing. You have your community on your back. The second thing I, I should go with Tupac is, okay, he was a diverse artist. He was a poet. He was a rapper. He also did movies. Right. The third thing is he wasn't 
necessarily all about the money like some rappers are. He actually enjoyed doing his music. That's what he enjoyed doing. He enjoyed going in and, and rapping. Like he had the videos of him going into classes, singing his songs to the students. So that's three. Uh, four. Tupac, he, he wasn't about to beef. He was just misled by Suge Knight. So that kind of messed his mind up. That's why I think, well, for he, he it messed his mind up. He wasn't necessarily beefing with anybody. He just got caught in the middle of a friendly thing. Okay. And five, well, because he's, he's Tupac. I mean, Machiavelli, it, it paved the way for everything. You know what I'm saying? He came out and let him know he's not a killer. Don't push him. You know what I'm saying? He's Illuminati. He's the killer of Illuminati. That means because Illuminati is made about a bunch of white people. Now, you can get on a track and say you will kill a group of white people. You should. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I don't consider that. That's my five reasons. But also, you got to go the pros and cons. He was manipulated. He was easy to mislead. You know what I'm saying? Biggie always stood to his own mind. If Suge Knight told Tupac to jump, he said to what building? The Empire State Building near Climate. So that's one reason why I was like, I would never go with him at all because you was misled by something. If somebody lended their hand to you and helped you till you come to the studio, you got shot up by a bunch of people who you did not know that you was hanging with who robbed you. And you misled and thought it was Biggie. So you, therefore, has eliminated yourself from that category <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> All right, let's give the cons to Biggie. Biggie. Okay, cons Biggie. Biggie never wanted to leave the drug game alone, plus he strung women alone. I didn't like that. I don't like a woman now. Biggie had Faith Evans, Lil Kim, he had all of them. I didn't like that. So that are two pros and cons where that excludes him. But his, 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 his pros overweigh his cons because as a man, he stood his own ground. When Diddy told him it's either this or this, he chose the other one because he wasn't making money at the time with the company until it really blowed over. When it really blows over, then he chose to do it. When Diddy brought him the, 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 the soft music, he was like, I'm not feeling it. He took his time on his own term and listened to it, started out, and did it. Those are pros and cons, and Biggie is the all-time greatest. We have to agree to disagree on that, fam. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, this okay. has been a crazy show. We have the one and only Beast King Shark. He just came swimming, swimming into the building. Hello. Hey. What's going on? What's going on? KK, what's going on? Well, you know, I had the Beast in here with me tonight. You know, I missed you. You know, I missed your face today, but I had, you know, I had the Beast in here. I had Hyena. And Tiger Shark tonight. So it was a very, very interesting show. I bet they was going about who's the all-time greatest. <laughs> yeah. See, they totally veered from what I said we were gonna do, but you know that's that, right. that happened. So don't nobody listen to me anyway. So. You know, ask, oh, I'm still waiting. Ask, my question. question. You knew mm-hmm. this was gonna. You knew how this was gonna roll. As soon as you asked the Tupac versus Biggie question. Um, yes and no, but more yes than no, I guess. I don't know. Right. Wait, I've been sipping on bad coffee. I'm about to fire the lady I got at the front desk because it's coffee. It tastes like dirty water, and we're going to have a problem with that. It's, well, huh? <laughs> coffee tastes like what? All right, I got it. Yeah. Fire. Today. <laughs> Give all your stuff today. <laughs> 
You take your whole check out of my pocket here. Leave. Right. <laughs> so, Miss KK, yeah. You did not duck your questions. I didn't duck my questions. No. Well, what you got? Okay. I want to ask you this one question, and you have to be totally honest on the show. <laughs> oh, man. Why are you saying it like I'm on the Mari show? Like, you are not the father. Like This is the Mari show. You have to do the lie detector test, and <laughs> the lies are about to come out. Damn. Are you ready okay. for I don't know if I'm ready. I'm going to see if I'm ready. All right, what you got? <laughs> Okay. Here's the question to 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 nip this all in the bud. Okay. I really didn't have a question. I just wanted to say, how did the show go? <laughs> I am so like proud of the show. Like we really did it up tonight. We really did. Mm-hmm. I'm proud everybody. I had everybody hopes up like, okay, he about to ask. You did. And I'm like. See stuff like that just stuff like that gets you. I got a question I can use his work up for. <laughs> okay. What is it, Triple D? Actually, I'm gonna need to ask Ashley K. Lee this one. Oh damn. <laughs> Hello, Levante. How can I help you, sir? Yes. What you got? Come on, Levante. What you got? What you got? I think it's my again. Ooh, I just heard a shark growling. Wait, first off, I didn't know sharks could growl, but I like it. Oh, that's that's was me and my shark brother having a little intellectual shark conversation. Can anyone hear me? Can anyone hear me? No. Okay, there we go. Sorry about that. That piece that you and Roger did earlier. Okay. What was the meaning, if any meaning, Roger? Oh, um, um, mm, uh-uh, no. (laughs) Wait, 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 you did multiple pieces. Exactly. No, 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 no. The one one that was done by Ashley K. Lee and Roger, no middle name. Okay, see, that's a black flag. I don't think you want to say that again. Rip that piece out. People were going to ask about that piece. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Uh, Wait, I want want to hear the question. I'm going to throw the audible. I want to hear it. What you got, Levante? What was the meaning, if any any meaning, behind that piece? What, the meaning of the poem? Mm Mm-hmm. The meaning of the poem is whatever the person perceived it to be. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I said the meaning those? behind that piece. I didn't say the meaning of that piece. I said the meaning oh. behind it. The meaning behind is the meaning that was meant when the artist designed it. Why are you doing Ah, I see. You're going to be a smartass today. If you want to be a smartass, I can be a smartass. Oh, the- um, <laughs> well... Okay. The meaning of the piece was to show that love, two people can express themselves through poetry or express themselves through song and music. 
And we just embodied two characters and decided to use our name because I kept using Johnny, which Johnny is another character that I use for a different piece that three of us are working on. So we just decided to use our government names to write a piece of how two people are able to express their love through rap, poetry, and music. Got him. Okay. Thank you. So, so what what did you think it meant? Yeah. Mr. I don't know. Ass, what did you think? Um, no, I've no, learned, it's yeah. not a I don't know question. No, honestly, <laughs> you if you let me finish, are you going to let me finish? I've learned okay, not to assume you. anything. When you assume, you make an ass out of me and you. Well, I think well, you made an me. ass out yourself anyway, because you must assume something because you would have never asked if you didn't assume. No, I just found it to be a very interesting piece, and I wanted to know what the inspiration behind it was. Is my shark brother still in here? Yes. I'm always. Do sharks growl? Well, you know, I'm. Let's just say I'm Beast King. <laughs> so that means I have a couple of abilities that are extend past the water. But I was saying that because before you got on the mic, I was growling. <laughs> I was growling like, yeah, this is my tiger shark growl. <laughs> So you're a blend. You're a tiger shark, so that's good on the play. <laughs> well, I go ahead have well. a feeling I'm in trouble. <laughs> hey, Beast King. Yep. Can you do a piece to close out this wonderful, fantabulous, super califragilistic exiala show we had tonight? What kind of piece? Do you want a Do you want a Liberty Snicket's piece? Or do you want a apocalypse piece? Or do you want a... Oh, I know what I want. I know what I want. I know what I want. Uh-huh. I want you to give me a creative piece on a conversation between two people. Between Tupac and Biggie. Give me wow. a conversation between the two. Oh. That's all? Yeah, that's all I want. I don't ask so much. You know, I, I don't ask for too much. Oh, you going to make me call out the twins. I I never wanted to use them on the show, but because you did that, I'm about to do it. Thank you. I love and appreciate you. I think I deserve to get something around here that I want. I got some mm-hmm. badass coffee that tastes like dirty water. I got bit. My chair got messed up. It just and we had shortages and stuff in here. You know, it just it was all that. Oh, we got you. Twins, it's your turn. For real? Yeah, yeah. We got it. Come on, motherfucker. I got you. You ready to graffiti this mic? We we are ready. Well, y'all too. Go ahead and graffiti this mic. First off, fuck the bitch in the click you claim. No, brother, I'm just playing. You see, everything happened so fast. 
all of those shots went past, and they were making me even more mad. See, I was manipulated, but it wasn't just a manipulation. It was just a final destination that changed my presentation because I didn't know who was my friend or foe. You see, coming back that I was always an artist ever since back in the day, even when I was a roadie for Digital Underground, so most people couldn't say or even know about Tupac. And when I did All Around the World, the same song, see, that was when people really looked to look inside my face and saw my case that I actually had a vocabulary, that it was an amazing grace. See, I was always a poet. I was an activist first and a poet for the community. And I thought that if I expressed the love that I have for black people, that it would show my true unity. But, see, a lot of things changed in this game. See, I used to hang with my brother, Dr. Dre, but Dr. Dre said some things. I mean, Suge said, Dr. Dre said some things. I mean, Suge did a whole bunch of different things that had my mind. Like, what the fuck can I say? See, I had to witness a lot. I witnessed ass-whooping after ass-whooping of other people, and it just didn't stop. See, most people, they solely, truly start to forget that I was in the East Coast exactly when I spit, and they didn't even know that originally I was a crip. So when I used to hang out and see dip, see, people don't even understand my game bang ties, so they don't even recognize it because most of the people living through them lies. See, I'm Tupac. I'm way beyond just my dear mama song. See, I had to fend for my sister and my brother so everything else wouldn't be so wrong. See, I was dealing with a lot of issues. Now, you know what I'm saying? That had nothing to do with me. I thought that we really did move in unity, but see, as soon as a little money came into your place, you was trying to see me erase. I thought we had a gig. I thought that we were supposed to sell this anger and to do it for our kids, but then you start talking that shit. I start talking shit. The fuck you mean I start talking shit? It was just a... situation that was fucked up, but you were still up in this mix because I was going into the building. The first person, I mean, the last person that I saw real quick was, I knew that you was in the building, so why wouldn't you know who shot me? Shit. And I got shot multiple times, and it took you a very long time to even come down to even see what was wrong with me. So when I was almost going unconscious, that's when a lot of shit hit me. I said, is this this my friend of a friend, or are you really a foe? Because I had so many bullet holes inside me, I should have died. So I really didn't know. Wait, it still wasn't me. But I had a job to do in the studio, too. But I thought you was cool with me. Yeah, I was cool with you. The first time that I met you, I respected you, and you respected me, too. You saw that I was a wild gun, and you was just a wild one, but you just spit how you spit. So I was like, man, we was cool. But see, them shots, I got shot so many different times that everybody thought that I was immortal by the way that I came back. I came back with a more focus, and I came back with not a single damn lame track. See, I was focused. Focused like a ballpoint pen, but you wouldn't even understand all of the sin and all the bullshit that I was in. See, death row was literally death row. See, I had my brother, may he, I had my brother Nate Dog, and Nate Dog, he he carried a gun to the meetings. So every time they'd be speaking and every time we was reaching, we was understand how people was teaching. See, I hung out with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, too, but Dr. Dre was getting tired of my boy Suge Knight, so we had to do what we had to do. See, he was claiming to be a thug. Claiming to be game banging up with singing drugs. He was claiming all of this stuff, but he was the same one with a silicone dress, with an extra medium outfit, trying to impress. So, Suge had to do what was best for Death Row. 
he beat the shit out of him, and then I let this dude know that if you call me on my name, I'm going to call you more than the host. See, I was on a down spiral road, and it was just getting my mind explode. Yeah, see, I know. But I was doing so much dirt that I thought faith was unfaithful. But I guess it was just the nigga in me because I was really ungrateful. See, I dealt with my situations really fucked up. I didn't even understand about Photoshopping or none of that bullshit. I didn't know what was up. As soon as I saw a photo with you and Faith, I was on a nut. I was ready to beat this bitch up. Yeah, I was ready to beat this bitch up. Yeah, I know. I heard. And all I did was I used your anger against you because I already had anger, too. See, misery loves company, and I was lonely at that time. So with so many different things that was going through my mind, I said if I could put a picture of him and his dime, I mean me and his chick, as long as it looked like I was fucking his bitch, he would get all into some wild and out shit. See, I was ready to ride. But was you really ready to ride? Was you ready to do what was necessary to commit a homicide? See, no, I wasn't. And I felt really hurt by the way that you wrote those tracks about me. It's like everything that we went through in the past, like you ain't know a damn thing about me. So I was like, fuck it, too. Even though I knew that this track wasn't about you, I had to fucking make this shit about you. See, I had to do what I had to do. See, I had P. Diddy in my ear when he was in your ear. So let's make these things clear. See, I shed multiple tears over those years when I heard that you got shot. When I knew that you was dead, I didn't know how you got got. See, I had my mind displaced. And I knew a lot of people wanted to see me erased because the whole thing faced that once you truly die, then I truly rose to the top. And you know what happens when you rise to the top and you think that you're the cream of the crop? Everybody want to see you get shot. And I was baited. I was baited to coming into your city because I still thought everything was cool. I can even remember back when you got shot, I was like, man, that shit wasn't cool. Like, how could you get killed? My friend. Yes, you were still my friend. Even to the very end, how could you get killed? You was in that vehicle with that dude Shug Knight, and he was right next to you, but you the one that got shot up definitely that night. See, it was making me upset. But since I was king of New York right then, I had to gain my New York respect, but I still loved West. See, I didn't want to separate nothing. The thing about it was me and you was for to do this for the business. We wasn't for to separate nothing, but one thing led to another thing, so we separated everything, and it was like it was you was the West Coast king and I was the East Coast king. But we didn't understand too many things because we left out the South. We even left out the Midwest. It was all about the West and the East. It was like we both was getting chin-checked. But, yeah. See, people didn't know about me that I was a poetic verse. I was a poetic prophet, so every time that I dropped the verse, I was telling you the future before it even happened. I even said, just in case if a couple of things happened, I started continuously rapping. See, I did 300 songs that was not even put out before I died. Because even if I left this earth right now, that the money would be fruitful and multiply. See, this is what was going on, guys. See, I may look like I had a lot of money, but everything was in the Suge Knight's pen. I had gold watches, house, and everything, but it was still in the Suge Knight's pen. So I had to write different songs again and again that if I have to die, I committed this most wrongfulest of sin that my mama could eat again. That my brother could eat again, too. See, Outlaw Immortals was more than just a family. They was literally my family, but there was a lot of things that Pac had to do. See, I had to soul search, too. As my downward spiral was going to dwindle a little more, I would see my black people, our brothers and sisters, getting killed even more. See, I was telling the truth. 
I was telling the truth to the point that it was no time for me to even speak no more. And guns started to aim at me more clearly. They wanted to reach some more. See, I was getting fed up. I was getting fed up. I said, after Machiavelli, I said, fuck it, sugar, I'm fed up. I'm about to go. And wasn't that ironic that right after Machiavelli, they made sure that I had to go because he knew that once I left the road, that road was going to literally die. So it became a speculation, but there was a couple of things they had to try. See, they had to make sure that I would not speak on nobody else's track. They had to make sure that it was so many holes enlarged in my back. See, they had to make sure that I was dead on arrival, and that was a fact, see, because they knew if I left Death Row, whoever I went with would be right on track. See, I knew I couldn't get no more money. I knew everything that I sold to them was at a cheaply price. See, Suge got me out of prison. He protected my life, but it was for a $2 million spot. And that shit went all right. I did that on all eyes on me, but no, nobody know about that, right? See, I didn't know. The mass media guys, mass confusion while I was massively fucking up all of my solutions. See, I fucked up with my baby mama. I fucked up with little Kim. I fucked up with Charlie Baltimore. I was doing this shit again. I fucked up with Faith, too. See, I fucked up with my children. That's why people was respecting me and hating me whenever I, I entered the building. See, Little C's was always with me, but forget me, I still was doing what I had to do. That's for the cheddar and the chola. I just wanted to be a prize fighter. That's what I had to do. So I was fucking so many bitches, I was like, I ain't know what to do, because even though I was fat, black, and ugly, they still loved Big Papa. So Big Papa, you know, Big Papa was me. So I was like, ooh, yeah. Now that I think about it, he did, he did rise you to the top, but he was always in every single spot. See, I didn't understand that shit. How was he rising to the top when you were the one that was putting bad boy on your back? See, he was just a dancing on singing background dance. I was like, what the fuck was up with that? Yeah, I didn't know. I was just so happy that somebody even took time to regard me as an artist. I just didn't even know that he was still in the spotlight that I was in, too. He was supposed to be my family, so I loved him like I loved you. But when I died, when I died, he became more of a rapper, more powerful, and more of an actor, more of a non-factor. See, I didn't understand what he was really doing. He was riding my coattails. That's what he was pursuing. See, he loved me. I really think he did love me. But without me, would be no bad boy. That's what was fucking ugly. Trust me. See, I already see. See how we was both in the same situation, but it was a different situation, how it was fucked up to you and me? See, I was death row when Suge Knight was there. Because when I got killed on death row, no one else didn't care. When you was bad boy, bad boy was the top. But when you died, bad boy damn near flopped. You see? I see. Now we're looking at each other and back at everything that we did. I'm looking at my mothers and my sisters and brothers and all of those kids and all of the songs that I hear that never came out on death row shit. They the reason why my mother's where she at now. And I love that shit. And my mother, too, she loved me so much and things that everything she had to do, see, if I listened to my mother more, maybe I wouldn't have went through that situation. Maybe death when it came calling. Death wouldn't have been the thing I was facing. Yes, our mamas. Yes, our mamas. So I'm going to give you a sign out because I got to go. I got to hit this spot with my brothers too. Yeah, man, I'm going to see you on the flip side. We're going to do what we got to do. East, West Coast beef is finally through. 
even though we was all into that bullshit. Pop, yeah, big, I still love you. Me too. And he. Yes, 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 yes. That is how the heck you do that, Beast King. You just lyrical, tongue-twisting mastermind. That's how the hell you do that. Damn. I had to calm down. That's how you do that. Lucha, I think we can both agree that that was a masterpiece. What? (laughs) That's what? (laughs) What? (laughs) That was beyond a masterpiece. I mean, like... Every time when they say obese oh, king in the building, I'll be like, oh, damn, who are you bringing down? Let me get this popcorn ready, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'll be like, it's a pleasure to share Mike all night with this man. What? Thank you, fam. You know, you know, sharks stick together. You're my little brother's life. We'll see. Hey, I, to- I told I him like- we having our self conversation. You know. Period. 
if he would have went to no limit like he initially went was going to, that was all a death row paper. Death row just committed suicide. He had they had to get him out of there. That's why them two to three hundred songs didn't get released to after he passed out, so his mother, Amir Shakur, could have something. So she could move. He had brothers and sisters to think about, so I looked at everybody's situation. Charlie Baltimore got Biggie tattooed on her ass. Lil' Kim had an abortion over the baby that I know for a fact was probably Biggie's. Biggie had a had a baby mama that was down for him, but you know, he 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 bypassed her when the money came. And then Faith. He never asked Faith or never really had a full concrete evidence that Faith was fucking popped. But because he saw a picture and because everybody was making fun of him, he went to Tommy Hitman Hearns on the real, real fast. He ready to fight and throw shit away and all of the other stuff. I said, man, you a womanizer, bro. Get over yourself. You, you're a womanizer. And if Pac was just <laughs> popping off, don't nobody want to say that he was in the East Coast first. In game bang terms, don't nobody want to say he was a crip first before he ever went to the West Coast. Don't nobody want to say none of this shit. It was pissing me off. I was like, it's not about East Coast, West Coast. It was a backup dancer that liked to make this money and a bodyguard that you gave a title to. Because that's all Suge was, was a bodyguard. He was a body. Because how the hell you going to be in the trunk of pop and you bigger than a door? I'm a big dude, say mm-hmm. two, I can say that. You bigger than a door, but you get a Band-Aid scratch? Get the fuck out of here. True, true, true. <laughs> Well, y'all, I think we ain't cut it up tonight in the studio. And to want to put, you, you know, you, you know, uh, BC, you want to pull the lights out in the studio tonight, sir? Definitely. You're my guest. So, how you, so you wanted me to turn the lights all the way out? Yeah, all the way up. Like, I mean, like, night, night. Like your mama and called you in. If you don't get to the doorstep, you're going to get whooped night, night. Ooh. Mm. All right. Hmm. You're going to maybe dig into another bag of tricks? Go ahead and dig them bag of tricks. You know, tricks ain't for kids. There ain't no kids in here tonight. Nope. That's my line. <laughs> None but animals in here tonight. Well, no. this, well, technically, this was a piece that I made for for Lucy and them. For Lucy and them. Yeah. For little Johnny, little Johnny across the street over there. Yeah. Go ahead, my dear, and graffiti the mic for the one time. This is hurricane season. This is hurricane season. And let me tell you about a couple of things. You thought that after the levee broke that you could take our land. It was a couple of things that you simply didn't understand. You you thought that you was the man. It's strength in numbers. But so the sounds of that horrific situation still beat inside my chest like thunder, and I wonder why the fuck 
Did you want to separate us like we were animals in a farm? And then you were seeing death after death after death after death, and you was bringing continuous harm. Ring the alarm. See, you thought that we wasn't coming back. You had the audacity to call us a refugee, and we didn't understand these facts. See, I didn't understand that. This is our home. New Orleans, our home. Louisiana, our home. Even though the levees broke, we didn't break. It was just another option, another crossroad that we had to take, but we're back now. You're not taking no more of our communities by storm. It was kind of weird that after that situation, people started trying to take our communities by storm, and they was trying to disregard the people that were born here. So I'm going to make a couple of things right to you real crystal clear that we're still here. New Orleans is proud. New Orleans is strong, and you want to play us to try to misinterpretate us and try to do us is wrong, we're going to show you the difference between you and us. And God, we trust, but it's a must if you disrespect that we bust into your whole brain spontaneous and combust and turn every part of your body into a whole bottle of slush. You thought a hurricane was going to stop us and chop us on up. I admit Katrina had an attitude, but see, Katrina still left, but we're still hearing this bitch. Feet firmly planted into the concrete, even though we're a little bit lower than what we necessarily need to be in this water grave. But we, I mean, we, it's not Atlanta where you see the home of the brave. We are not slaves, refugees, and none of that shit. Only refugee you see is when Lauren Hill comes out when she spit. You tried to play us. Try to write us off the map. Try to turn us into nothing less but a history map. I mean, a history trap. I mean, a history crap. Fuck that. We're back like we never left. Even though those levees broke and they tried to drown us to take our very last breath, but we still had to ascend and take our very next step. So no longer will you see us being swept under any type of rug. I'm not telling you this because I am a thug. I'm telling you this because I know what's up, because everything that happened after that situation was really fucked up. Calling us fucking refugees? What? I'm American. I'm a part of the America, what you want to call America, since that was your name, America. We are part of this land, mass. Then you get upset when New Orleans come back, man, you can kiss our fucking ass. See, we ain't got time for that shit. You don't want to respect us? I bet you'll never forget us any time that we spit. All of the young youth and even the elders, the ones with the grip, the ones that came back to represent for New Orleans in this bitch. See, even boondocks try to disrespect us. Yes, I said it. Even boondocks try to disrespect us, too. Making a cartoon, try to degrade all the things and the struggles and strains that we went through. But then we had that movie, Hurricane Season, before Forrest Whitaker. See what happened, dude? He showed that even though we were all in different sides of the coin, what happens when we come together? We was like, ooh, we're back. We're survivors. Yes, we survived one of the most catastrophe, 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 catastrophe things. Yes, we could survive that fact. All of that storm, and we was looking through the eye of the storm, and we didn't even fucking bat an eye. Even though a lot of times still got to represent, because a lot of people died, we still New Orleans. Born, bred, yes, born, bred, and profound. So when you see our city, you better disrespect. No, I don't want you to do that. Please don't disrespect our town because our town's been around even though your towns will leave after we're gone. The legacy in New Orleans being strong will continue to live on. You can't break these levees, you feel me? 
And if you try to break these levels, you got to kill me. Yes, and even when you kill me. My generations, chapter after chapter, will still feel where I'm going and where I left. And you can open up your eyes when you're walking down our streets. You can inhale and exhale and still feel New Orleans' breath. People don't like Louisiana. Why? Because they don't know us at all. But big or star, short or tall, we still will brawl through it all. And we stand on call. If you really want to cause that drama, I guarantee you don't want to say one thing about anybody, and especially my mama, because I guarantee that'll be the last time you talk with a whole bunch of teeth. We are loving, we are loving bunch of people, but we still eat when it's time for beef. But most of y'all are vegetarians. You don't understand. You playing around with Conan the Barbarian, with the Wavyon Barbarian. This is New Orleans. This is New Orleans. This is Baton Rouge. This is Louisiana. Everybody in Louisiana talking to you, don't count us out. Never count us out again. And after that shit, we looked at our presidential election like, no, pre- elected another president like you would be a damn near sin because all you did was smile and grin when we was up to the muck in that watery muck. And when you saw people floating again, see, you ain't say shit. You just wanted to be a call to action, and all these celebrities and actors were doing some fake-ass shit. But the ones who was really down with us, we know and we respect. That's why we're stronger than ever now, and we know to break your neck, so we guarantee if any one of you motherfuckers really want to flex, we the ones that make a tree that show us fucking respect. Better understand, this is our hurricane season. So while you smiling and cheesing, we constantly in our hood, in our area, in our family, in our town, we breeze and see. We got a culture that you can't try to reassemble or colonize. That's why when people see people from New Orleans coming back, it's a shock entering their eyes because we're stronger than we ever was. And that's it. So every time that we spit, we a gift. Beast King, Beast King, Beast King, Beast King. That was beautiful. Louisiana represents. Yeah. You you spoke for us. You're going to make me cry. I said, I wasn't going to cry on this show, but you're going to make me cry. Thank you, family. I just eat. Mm-hmm. I really see. That's my like literally like I love Louisiana because I was so pissed off. I I don't necessarily have family members in Louisiana, but they're right. They're basically my cousins because I have a lot of family in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and we're hurricane. When she hit, she hit Mississippi too. Well, so I was, I was, I, that pissed me the fuck off. I was on my David Banner shit for real, mm-hmm. and I was like going through all these struggles and looking at all them situations. I was seeing all these actors that you never even thought about hearing. Now they all of a sudden coming with these little ass boats, trying to do something. But it's a, it's like a thousand cameras for every boat. But when David Banner was pulling bodies out the river, when David Banner was doing what he had to do, they didn't say shit about David Banner. And I was pissed. And I was looking at the strength 
I looked at the strength of of the situation because New Orleans and Louisiana still didn't play. Hurricane Katrina did a number, and then they tried to buy up all the property after everything was said and done. But New Orleans came back, Louisiana came back, and they came back stronger. So I have like mm-hmm. a family respect for them that no nobody even 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 want to think about. Period. It's like really heavy with me. And then when I saw the movie mm-hmm. Hurricane Season with Forrest Whitaker. And they brought all them different parts, and they yeah. combined them together as one basketball team. I watched that movie three hundred times, just to show respect. And I was really understanding the strength that that Louisiana possessed in general. So I was like, "They, they my cousins. I'm West Point, Mississippi, all day. They my cousins. When they hurt, we hurt. You know what I'm saying? So." I had to give my respect. I, I man, oh, man, oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that is how we do it on the street. Raw, uncut. Sometimes you get love. Sometimes you get justice. You just never know what will happen on the street. I'm K.K. Velli. Love and peace from Beast Nation Radio. One love, Beast Nation fam. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.